Good afternoon. Good day. Good good day. Yeah, uh, it is afternoon. Yeah, it just this it's daylight like way saving. afternoon. It's like six hours afternoon. That's true. I'm still not used to this time change. So, oh my god, it fucked me up this morning. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I woke up like. <laughs> oh. well, that first night, you know, it was like one o'clock before uh-huh. I went to sleep. Uh huh. And then you gotta wake up super early. It's crazy. And then uh, what's it called? You wake up. Like I left this morning, it's pitch black, <laughs> thirty-two degrees. I'm yep. like, oh, I don't want to leave. <laughs> like nice. I'm surprised I honestly <laughs> left today. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is a critically average podcast. That's Elijah. Yes. I'm Will. Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Castos, at Podcast Average on uh, Twitter. Yep. And critically average on Facebook. Okay. If you want to email the show, critically average podcast pod. Sorry. <laughs> at gmail.com or you can just go to the Facebook page and it's linked there. Cool. Cool. Movie news. Yeah. Uh this week we're gonna throw around the the uh, format the of the format show. a little bit, so all good. Uh same old same old good co- quality content just in a different order. Okay, movie <laughs> news. Uh so Disney is supposed to finish their acquisition of Fox this week. Oh. Which is pretty sweet happy that doesn't mean they get their stuff that just means it's finalized written down like it's happening and then i think there's like a year and a half of creative license i think they call it where like it's like a transition from one company to another okay since they have characters that are like like dark phoenix for example like that movie was made before marvel yeah you bought or was inquiring about buying fox so yeah that'll be interesting to see how that shakes down and uh, we probably, like everybody's been saying, we probably won't feel the effects of it till maybe six, seven, twelve months from now. You know? Yeah. So that just means my in-game post-credit uh, guess is way off, probably. <laughs> I guess the X-Men see, I don't know though because because Marvel has done things in cahoots with people oh, okay. before, That's right? True. Like with Sony, they've been like, "Hey, do you mind?" And when they use Spider Man, Fox is at the point where they like they basically the only the only two companies they're keeping is Fox News and Fox Sports. I can't remember what the other one is, but they're not. I'm pretty sure it's Fox Sports and Fox, obviously, like the 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 channel, right? But they are basically getting rid of all their other stuff. So maybe they're just like, "Fuck it, do whatever you want, Marvel." You know, we'll see. We'll Mm -hmm. see. I, after seeing Captain Marvel, and they didn't really do, spoiler alert, they didn't really do anything, like, major, Mm-mm. right? Um, regarding, like, in-game or future stuff? Regarding getting crazy with the universe. Yeah. Which they could have with all the scrolls. But, um, what's it called? Uh, so, seeing that, I doubt they're going to do anything. I think they're just going to do, like, Black Panther... Captain Marvel, you know what I mean? And the yeah. other people that are sticking around. Spider-Man, those people, you know? Yeah, until they can finally do... Sebastian Stan. Uh, oh, I was talking like X-Men. Yeah, yeah. I just think they're going to like be like, this is the new Avengers, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And th- these are the new guys, you know? And then just be done with it. So, yep, but we'll see. Um, I wrote down the same thing twice. That's lit. <laughs> oh, guess what? What? Every single week, your critically average movie of the year gets better and better. Oh, Dark Phoenix? Yes. Sweet. <laughs> there Love was, being right. There was a 
on-set altercation with oh. Sophie Turner and one of the male cast members. <laughs> Sophie Turner, that's Dark Phoenix, right? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> that's the highest paid actor on that movie. <laughs> Actress, I guess I should say. Yeah. That's nice. hilarious. Yeah, she, uh, apparently the dude was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Like, she, you know how, like, they do scenes where you you only see Sophie Turner's face, for example, but mm-hmm. she's clearly talking to another character. Yeah. And normally that actor will stand <laughs> in so that you're at least looking at something, right, other than a blank wall. Yeah. Apparently the actor was like, fuck it, peace, see you later, dude. And she got pissed. Really? And, and she she couldn't stand it for herself because she's, I don't, uh, she said she just didn't feel right about it. So okay. one of the... Uh, one of the producers or writers, writers. Uh-huh. One of the writers was like, "Bitch, I'll stand in for him." All right. Do you know who? God, that movie was the. Train. Uh, no, it the didn't say who the walkout was. It just oh. says male actor. You know the last time in a movie that happened that I can remember anyway. What's that? Um, fantastic fan four stick. Oh man, you remember that? <laughs> Dude, this is that is a Fox movie? Sony. In it? Okay. All right. Oh no, that's Fox. Yeah, that's Fox. Is it? Yeah. Spider Man's only Sony property. Oh god, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Yep. It's gonna be bad. Yep. That's that's good for me though. Oh, I like, it's, I, like I mean it's right. producing <laughs> me like it's producing shit left and right. Yeah. It's just I think it's I think it's literally like I, I'm trying to equate it to a an example, right? It's like um, I can't even think about it. It, it it's like a little itty bitty dog. Uh-huh. You know how little dogs are like seriously ferocious, even though they're like tiny. Chihuahua. Yeah, it's like Dark Phoenix is trying to be this big bad thing when it knows it's dead. Like it's yeah. it's like not even going, and it's like this big grandiose thing, and it's got all this attention and everything. It's just like nice, whatever, man. Nice. The date's been pushed back. It's been reshot there's shit going on on the it sounds like a suicide squad to me <laughs> they should just all get tattoos and because oh, they made man. a masterpiece right that's hilarious that reminds <laughs> me um new like images came out for sonic the hedgehog uh-huh have you seen it uh-uh i'll try to google it real quick okay it is it's terrifying so i predicted that to be flop it's of terrifying? the year <laughs> yes i've predicted that to be flop of the year and i think i might be right in on that as well is it the full body sonic (laughs) you're taken aback by what you're seeing right now (laughs) what am i looking at that's it dude what the fuck is that (laughs) hold on hold on a second hold on was it a was it a trailer nope it was just like a promo art like a poster Oh, this it's is literally him just standing there, and he looks terrifying. What the... Maybe it's because we've only really... No, dude, we've seen a 3D Sonic before. I mean, Ooh. like, look what they're doing with the Pokemon movie. Yeah, the Pikachu movie looks... I mean, okay, there are some terrifying... Like, the bartender, oh, when he yeah. turns around, like, that shit... What, what in the world? <laughs> but I guess Pokemon are just kind of like... It's not hard to... Uh, What's it called? design sonic like he's a very yeah. simple looking character mm-hmm. he's got tennis shoes on you know what i mean yep. and he's got a very like 
just it's like uh he's literally an oval with like sticks coming exactly off of it's him. like mario like if you fuck that up like every i could draw mario right now to an extent yeah. without even looking at a reference photo right like you should be able to make like the, pikachu looks like pikachu you know yep. what i mean i think the the fur to live action transfer just make them all look like latex or not not latex like uh just like plastic, make them just all look right. like plastic. Don't try to give them fur. That's just kind of weird. Yeah. By the way, some things just don't translate. To we real saw world. the the new Pokemon trailer. Uh huh. How are you gonna put fucking Mewtwo in your trailer? Can you leave that out? <laughs> I didn't know that was happening, and yeah. I had a moment of like joy in the the in the uh, theater watching the trailer, and then I was like, that's in the that's like, meh. <laughs> yeah, because I actually had that spoiled on Twitter because it, it was like on trending for you and it was like new pokemon trailer reveals mewtwo why i was like well, why what they... if i didn't want to know that and you just spoiled it for me in game as long as they don't fuck it up have really set the tone for like what trailers should be in the future yeah because dude i'm so tired of knowing the whole <laughs> damn movie yeah uh what's the what's the one movie that i just you just know everything about it besides dark phoenix what was batman it? superman no, 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 it's like a movie that's, it was a movie, it was a trailer uh, we watched. Oh, Shazam. Every single Shazam trailer, it, uh, it's literally showing more and more and more. And it's like, you basically know the process. Like, yeah. like he, he, he gets adopted, right? Mm-hmm. He stands up for his newly adopted brother, runs away from the bullies, gets on the train, gets his powers. They learn what his powers can do. He fights the dude. It's like, if... If there's more movie after that, I'd be absolutely bamboozled because that right there is easily an hour of movie, right? Hour and a Maybe. half of movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. You got what I'm origin. saying? Yeah. Uh, like all the in- in-betweens and the fun like mall scene, you know, where he's like charging people's phone, like all that stuff, that's easily an hour and a half of movie. And it's like, we know it. We know it. But apparently Shazam's good. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Like all the, what do you call it? Uh, a a um, lot of people are excited for it. A lot of the uh, early reviews are good, That's but good. every single DC movie is like that. They're like, it's a masterpiece that <laughs> comes out. We're like, but they didn't do it for Aquaman, which makes me feel good that they're oh. doing it for Shazam now, but we'll see. Nice. And then the other thing is uh, the Russos are already making a mo- new movie. It's called Cherry. I don't know okay. what the hell is about, but Tom Holland is in it, and he's ah. the star. Ah. So apparently they like Tom Holland. Cool. I don't blame him. He's a pretty cool dude. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. You got anything? Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't think. I... Yeah, I don't know. I'm. It's always like during the week I'll forget to write something down. And be like, oh, I'll bring this up during the podcast, and then I'm <laughs> then just. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's actually time to talk. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into the main topic. Yep. This so, week we're doing Captain Marvel. Yes. Yep. Came out Friday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we went and saw it uh, Sunday, Sunday, and the movie yes. was packed on Sunday. Oh, man. Yeah, because you got the tickets, like, Wednesday or Thursday? Friday night. Oh, I you was did? At, I was at work. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you're like, to say it's going to be tight is an understatement. Yeah, we, <laughs> like, uh, some movie theaters, the two seats next to each other are, like, couple seats. Mm-hmm. And I thought we were split, uh, but uh, we went to the Dolby, so it was, like, I think... They are right next to each yeah, other. Yeah. We so just had two armrests instead of one. Exactly. Which is actually pretty sweet. Yeah, because the guy next to me didn't even use his. Exactly. Like, oh. we, got, we got, like, in a corner. 
Yeah. Right? So it like it like gave us more space. It was cool. Because when um, we, we went to see Aquaman and IMAX, and those seats are like super tiny. Oh, yeah. And I was sitting next to a larger guy. So, you know, I was... Yeah, Dolby's sick. I love Dolby. Yeah. Um, for some reason, there wasn't any... Or I think Dolby for Aquaman was sold out or something. I can't remember. But uh, seeing uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse in Dolby was like the greatest thing. Oh, ever. that was fantastic. It was amazing. Um, what's it called? What was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so it was packed on a Sunday at 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. like No, uh, no less. Because so. the movie theater we go to is located inside a mall. And... And it opened at twelve that day. Yeah, it opened so at twelve. And it was like it deserted, was but yep. it, the movie theater was packed. And uh, it has the sixth largest opening. I of saw all that time, yeah. which was pretty cool because everybody thought this movie was just going to be a nothing, like a, you know what I mean? So I mean, right. it's hard for a Marvel movie not to be because they're like at a really high right now, you know? Because like in phase two or so. They were like, you know, like Thor Dark World mm-hmm. and uh, like Age of Ultron. Uh, Age of Ultron made a lot. I think as a, as a Marvel fan, I'm more inclined not... Well, I mean, now that I do this, I kind of want to be on top of... But if I wasn't, I would be more inclined not to go the minute it comes out. Right. Because of the hype, right? Which I think is kind of interesting. I'm still going to see it, mm-hmm. right? But There's like, not a rush. I'm not in a rush except for the big ones. Right. Like in like all Infinity War, Endgame, all those I'm gonna go see like right when they come out. Yeah. When does Endgame tickets come out? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I'll be on top of it though. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I want to put that out that episode on the day that it comes out. Right. Because just to be on top of it, so mm-hmm. you guys can get that content yeah. as it's coming out. All right, you want to get into it? Yes. Cool. Uh, you want to do non-spoilers and spoilers? Since yeah, it's, like it's still movie. fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what happened? Um, well, um, this was an origin story, and it was. But I will say it's a backwards origin story. It reminded me a lot of like Memento, you know, like the indeed patching everything together, which is to kind of cool because it's not like your typical like here this is here this like. Kind of like Shazam's looking like it's going to be like right. just the natural time progression from start at point A to point B, right? Yeah. This kind of starts you at point like X, and then you really don't go back. You continue forward in point X, but you learn about point yeah, A to during, X yeah. during the movie, Yeah, which is so interesting. I, like I thought that was interesting. Um, and, you know, this movie had a lot of question marks about why you're doing an origin story, so deep into something especially Mm -hmm. when she was going to be a big role in endgame exactly and i i think they went the right way about it not making a basic uh origin story yeah i think i think at this point we've seen what like ten thousand origin Mm -hmm. stories so you gotta you gotta put a fresh take on it it and i mean let's be honest this is no masterpiece, right? Mm-mm. This is no Infinity War. This is no yeah. Into the Spider-Verse. This is no Spider-Man Homecoming. But it's like, I I thought it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I Let's did too. put it that way. I did too. You know? And I think it's better than Aquaman. From a movie standpoint? Yeah, probably. Which, I, well, I, think, I think it's I, on par with Aquaman. Let's put it that way. Okay. Because I think I enjoyed Aquaman more watching it at the time. Okay. But I think Marvel's a better movie. Yeah, 
I think there's more to grab onto the in this. Like there's more interesting stuff going on, mm-hmm. but Aquaman was probably more visually fun. Yeah. And well, more, and personally, and yeah. more more like it's Aquaman, so funnier and kind of enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is like I think I think there's a lot of good jokes in this, and I think there's a lot of jokes that just oh, I feel like it was half and half for me. Like some just fell very flat. Yeah, some of them just didn't land at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but. That's kind of how Marvel is these days. They're always going to try to yeah, implement a joke somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, I well, got to say, I think uh, Brie Larson's mm-hmm. comedic timing is hit or miss. Yeah, because I was thinking this during the movie. It felt like a late night uh, talk show sort of thing. Like, <laughs> it's where something happens and a reaction to it is... A, supposed to be a joke and then it's like yeah. a half-assed uh, reaction from the audience or something exactly but not everything was off the cuff or and it felt very scripted at times like the jokes yeah and then there's the other side where there were actually good really good jokes that landed yeah. like, you know what I mean at the beginning with the whole Cree crew that the Shields were on with yeah when they were having some banter were, that was yeah, good yeah they were super funny and uh Ben Mendelsohn's character. Oh, he was the, great. Yeah, yeah, he's just funny all around. Mm-hmm. What's his What's his scroll name? Uh, Talon. Ta- Tarlin. Ta- Ta- Tavo. Tavo. Ta- Ta- Talos. Talos. That sounds right. I, I sure hope so. Like We're gonna be awkward. Yeah. Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he was really good in this. Yeah, he was. Um, and there's twists and turns, and there's fun. There is. And uh, it's like a buddy cop movie with uh, freaking Samuel L. Jackson and Brie Larson and mm-hmm. your Captain Marvel, and it's super cool. Yeah. And they don't. Oh, I guess that's kind of a spoiler. Never mind. I'll leave that out. <laughs> um, the de aging looked fantastic. Talos. Talos. Yeah. The de aging did look good. It looked so good, I didn't even know they de aged him. I thought they just put some makeup right. on him. And it was especially hard because we we know what he's looked like during that time with like Pulp Fiction and stuff. You know, Which, we, by the way, this movie gave me some Pulp, pulp Fiction vibes. Yeah, like when they first show up in a suit and, oh, he, yeah. and they're in that black car. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that kind of like a is that a nod to Pulp Fiction? Because it really feels it like been. it. Yeah. It feels like it. Uh, I think it looks good. There's some parts that I'm like, Ugh. yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Mohawk Captain Marvel. Oh, I gotcha. That's just not my thing. Plus, I just don't think it looks very good. The the I think the uh, eyes really trip me out when they're not glowing. Yeah, I could like tell they had like old school Batman her eyeliner to go all oh. the way around her <laughs> eye, and I was like, that just doesn't look natural, man. Right. Uh, it just it's just weird what will happen. So sorry to interrupt, but I just got a notification. It's just titled. Of course he did. Ronaldo just scored a hat trick, so they're they just beat Atletico. Advance. <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. He always does that shit. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Gonna... Sorry. Sorry. Interruption. Um. But yeah, I think the Mohawk's not great, and yeah. I think they should just let her. I I liked it best when she like for example at at the end when she oh. There's a part. Sorry, I forgot we were in. There's a part where she is flying in space without her helmet on, mm-hmm. and it looks really good. Because yeah. her hair's just kind of like there, and it—I don't, I don't know. It just—I think it looks better than her having like a helmet on and a, you know, a mohawk and everything like that. So. Yeah, I guess. 
Anything else? Um, I believe, apart from the Avengers movie, this is probably the best cast, like supporting cast, surrounding the hero. Ragnarok. I think I think there's more in this, because in Ragnarok you got Korg, Valkyrie, Hulk, Loki, those four. But I think like uh, Ben Mendelsohn, the other girl, forgot her name, her best friend. Oh, the um, yeah, I got you. Yeah, her, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, um, Coulson's even good. I I mean, like all of these were great. I mean, Ragnarok's a good one. Maria Rambo. Yes, Rambo. The uh, the yeah. pilot. Yeah, her co-pilot. Her best friend. Yeah, and um, then you got like um, Jude Law. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Um, As Jean Rog. Doctor Lawson. She was really good. Okay, I want to say really good. She wasn't great. I don't. I didn't think she was great. Okay, but I think I think she was cool. I can't really say. I think she was cool at first, but the longer the movie went on, it was like it got more and more like. But I guess that wasn't really true, like Doctor Lawson. So, eh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a massive fan, but I would agree with you. I think. Like Ben Middles, like Talos, Nick Fury, Yon Rog, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, the co-pilot, the cat and Goose. <laughs> Goose is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the cat and um, who's the other character that I was gonna say is really good? Oh, uh, can't remember his name. <sighs> uh, Agent Coulson. Oh yeah. He wasn't in a whole lot, but he was. He wasn't in it, there. but he was decent. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. but uh, his de aging wasn't so good. Well, he, they didn't really have to focus on him. So I mean, I give him the you, pass like him. if you're looking for it, you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, what'd you think about music? <laughs> it was a little bit venomy, like oh. you know how Venom was like. This is San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit like this is the '90s. I'm a woman, and this is the '90s. This is I'm a woman. This is a nice. Yeah, yeah. Like the her like her final fight scene is. Oh, I was literally gonna turn to you. I was like, I don't like the song selection right now. Yeah, like it was so. It, it took was, me out of it. It was forced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it. You're exactly like I feel like every single Guardians of the Galaxy. Whenever they kick in the music, it it matches with the fight, mm-hmm. and it was good. And I think they just. I mean, I guess they can't because uh, um, James Gunn is out of the picture, but they right. should have been like, hey, well, James, how did you do that, by the way? Because like, I just to say don't that, think it landed. Because a lot of the songs um, from Guardians of the Galaxy were slower paced, and like Guardians did a lot more like slow mo cuts or like, mm-hmm. you know, like it wasn't as, it wasn't fast. Like the Captain Marvel song that was playing, I can't remember it exactly. I didn't go back to listen to it. Or Which anything. one? The one during that final fight. The I'm Just a Girl? Yeah. Yep. Like it was, it was like, overly loud it felt like i can agree complete i was like <laughs> like when it started i was like i can't even hear the punches that are landing yeah. like it's just not it's just it's just crashing metal people yelling mm-hmm. and music yeah just when like, it's it's overly loud and it was a fast paced song mm-hmm. where the fight itself isn't like uh doesn't match they completely. just needed to they, they needed to do a film study mm-hmm. on the opening of guardians of the galaxy 2 and just watch that over and over and over again until mm-hmm. they figured out how to do it. <laughs> and then they'd be done. Because the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is like a perfect meld of like ironic music, 
You know what I mean? Yep. And it's all matched up with like them fighting and uh, Groot's dancing and he's like barely getting missed. And so it's like, it's funny. It makes sense because they're the Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's built into the story, right? Like yep. he's going to be playing the awesome volume mix too while they're fighting because that's just how he is. But like there's nothing to insinuate. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I wanted this force, but what if, like, somebody had, maybe it's implied that someone hit the jukebox or something, but oh, right. I, I don't know if I want that either. That just seems kind of like... Well, I mean, because they went on that ship. Um, oh, oh, we're in spoilers. I'm sorry. Non-spoilers. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay, so I'll, I'll just be very vague about it. When they got to Dr. Lawson's lab, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of knickknacks and stuff on there. Like, like they, old 90s, 80s stuff. Yeah, they could have, you know, like accidentally bumped into like a, a Walkman or something, you know? Yeah, or, or uh, you know, one of the characters that was her friends that's up there mm-hmm. could have been like, hey, maybe this will help. And then hit the jukebox and played yeah. like I'm just a girl or something. You know what I mean? Just <clears throat> instead of just being like, we're playing this song because we, <laughs> we're women and we're big and we're cool and we're awesome. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I totally get it, but maybe don't force it that hard yeah but that was the only part that i thought was that, that. was the only song i didn't like and it all the other songs were good that mm-hmm. it was just very like this is the 90s by the way just wanted to let you know mm-hmm. this is the 90s yeah. like every single time they were driving somewhere it had some music in the background and they even referenced the songs during like samuel jackson sings a 90s song the, the miss marvels or whatever the yeah the miss hey mr postman song yeah right and it's like it's like okay, all right, we get it, okay, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't that bad, but it was it was kind of distracting at times for sure. That one for sure was, yeah, absolutely. All right, you got any other um spoiler non spoiler things you want to say? I don't think so. I would I, I would points. go see it. I think if, even if you're not a Marvel fan, I think it's worth going to see. Yeah, it's, it's, still it's interesting. Like a space a space buddy cop sort of thing. Yeah, it's interesting, and it's I think it's. I don't know. I think it has some qualities and some quirks that most Marvel movies don't have. And we'll get more into it in the spoilers because I can't really say what I think are quirky and cool about it right now. Right. Okay, I'll, I'll she's not fighting the exact same villain as her. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not the exact same villain. I mean, is there's not necessarily... Yeah, okay. Well, Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not your normal construct, right? It's not it's not this guy's bad, this guy's good, or these people are bad, these people are good, right? It's like a different tr- construct, and then on top of that, it's like a completely different timeline, and then on top of that, it's like you get to see a different like a different level of confidence in a person, right? Like like she thinks she's badass, and she thinks she's super duper cool, which was just. You know, and she she ends up being, but she also gets her ass kicked a few times. She's like, "Wait a minute, maybe I'm not as cool as I think I am." <laughs> yep. You know, and so it's like you get to see these different levels of stuff, which you don't. It's kind of reminds me of like Doctor Strange in uh, Thor Ragnarok, like how how overpowered he thinks he is. You know what I mean? Where he's just like <laughs> dropping people through yep. universes and shit. So yeah, okay, cool. Yes. So spoilers. Yep. Where do you want to start? From the beginning, uh, I want to start with, with uh, I think it was super cool that the scrolls are not the bad guys. I did too. I 
I didn't know that. Going I have in. to say, I I guess that really only because in like, um, because there was that like photo thing of the Kree crew with Captain Marvel and Jude Law meeting Ronan, and I knew Ronan's a Kree because of Guardians of the Galaxy. True. And when you have a pre-existing villain in the universe, true, with your hero, yep, that makes me like I was already thinking like. They could be And bad. also the other guy. The black guy that that was in Guardians as With well. the swords. Yeah. I forgot his name. He's got a really weird name. So. Yes, he does. <laughs> so, like, when you have those two already existing characters in the universe mm-hmm. that are bad in the other movies, it's like, well, I know they're bad, so I don't fully trust them. So, I, I knew that going in. Or I had I, a feeling going I in. I thought... I knew that as well going in, right? But I thought it was going to be just a complete cluster of villains and oh, okay i thought some kree were going to be bad which i think is still true oh yeah, yeah. i think there are factions of kree that are not bad yeah I like they're so. just trying to do their job and they didn't realize that these people didn't want a war with them because ben middleson even says it in the movie or talos says it in the movie my hands are bloody in this war as well yeah. you know what i mean it's not like everybody's all the uh scrolls are you know at faultless in this mm-hmm. in this situation so i think there are some kree that were trying to do the right thing and then there's kree that obviously are doing the bad thing and i i even think past like past yon rog's main past him mm-hmm. i think most of those guys are just doing what they're told you know what i mean yeah, i don't think they have their own fallen orders exactly i think if they were put in captain marvel situation they would probably realize the same thing yeah you know it's just w- once you get there and you're fighting, it's hard to switch your mind halfway yeah. through. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that was super interesting, and I think it was interesting that uh, I think I think the um, what do you call it? The reasonings and motive. Ben Mendelsohn's Talos's motive was really cool because mm-hmm. it didn't seem like. Like, at the beginning, it seems like he's just, like, plowing forward trying to get this one thing, right? Like, he's trying to trying to uh, get information to get a thing. Mm-hmm. And then you realize he's actually just trying to save his family. Like, yeah, because he saying. completely ignored the Tesseract, which was in this movie, yeah. by the way. He completely ignored it when he actually came to it and just mm-hmm. went straight for his wife and kid. And it was really cool. It wasn't. It wasn't like Talos was, like, this super bad dude and then switched to be, like... Oh, now he's good because he wants his family. Like, yeah. no, he he does his best not to hurt uh, Captain Marvel in whatever yeah, fights they get like into. W- when she gets captured, mm-hmm. um, she never was tortured or anything. I'm sure it didn't feel great, like going through her own memories and stuff like that. Yeah. But he wasn't doing it to hurt her. He was trying to get information to save his family, right? Yep. And exactly. then when she breaks out, he doesn't immediately, like, shoot her in the head or Mm-mm. anything like that. You know, she's, well, she's also kind of like, hey, calm down. <laughs> like, whenever the Kree crew showed up on that planet at the beginning, uh-huh. you know, like, none of the scroll, like, they, they had opportunity to kill him, but never did. Like, the sniper chick? I mean, I guess. So it's not like they're out to kill everybody. And then just, oh, we're good, you know? But obviously they have. I mean, the Kree wouldn't be fighting them if they hadn't killed people before. I know, but I'm saying, like, they're not... That was forced by action. Like, they killed because they had to. Where that yeah. guy walked up to the sniper chick and was like, they're they're um, 
uh, they live there or whatever they're called. They're friendly. Uh, I can't remember what she he said. Natives. Natives. There you go. They're natives, and he just stands there next to her, and then she sees him, yep. and then he gets called into action to fight her off. Yep. So it's not like he just walked up and knocked her out or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like their main those ones anyway. Main mission was to kill. Yeah. So it was a small detail that played on later. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> uh Talos was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was really good. He was really good. Uh, the cat was really funny. Yep. Goose. Goose. The Flurgan. The Flurgan. <laughs> yeah, I, I love how they how uh Samuel Jackson is just swinging this cat around and everybody's like, Get that Get shit away fu- from me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and we're all like it's just a cat. I mean, we all knew there was something sinister hiding behind, yeah. but it was really funny to see like grown men be like, uh-uh, to like an orange <laughs> little cat. Yeah, and, uh, tabby. Are you a Flurgan podcast cat? You're asleep. Uh, and I thought it was interesting how the cat like knew that. Who was who? Yeah, like there's a scene where Samuel Jackson's like, do your thing. Come mm-hmm. on, do your thing. And he, and he knows it's. Uh, uh, Talos. So mm-hmm. he stops and goes and like pets him. You know what I yeah. mean? So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I did find, it wasn't terrible. Like it wasn't the worst thing ever. Uh-huh. But I was like, okay, you. I know why you did that. It was like when they're getting to know each other, Marvel and Nick Fury. Uh huh. They're like Fury. Everyone calls me Fury. You know. And then like a couple minutes later, he's like, "Good job, Nicholas." Oh, so you're you're saying they just set that up for that? Yeah, that that did feel kind of. Construed. I was like, you did that because you needed a way to figure out that wasn't him. That was definitely a scene of like feeding, feeding the audience like spoon feeding. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where normally Marvel just lets that go, and yeah. The, and the real fans will be like, nobody would call him Nicholas. They well, all just call him Nick like, or Fury. Imagine if the if he didn't call him Nick or Fury, and he just says Nicholas. Yeah, we. I would. I and I mean, you just said just like in Havana. Like none of none of us know what's in Havana, but we got on like, oh, he didn't really go to Havana or something. Exactly, and also Samuel Jackson does like a little squint. Like, do we also need to be like prompted earlier in the movie? Like, hey, by the way, <laughs> someone's gonna call me a different name other than Fury later. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think they packaged it better. You know, I think I think you could you could really mess this up by just being like, everybody calls me Fury. And just have it, like, out of nowhere, out of context. But they're getting to know each other. And, like, so what do people call you anyway? He's like, what does your mom call you, Fury? Oh, because he <laughs> said his full name to the guard. He was like, uh, Nicholas Jeffrey. Jane. Oh, it's a Fury. Jeffrey. And he's, she was like, you got three names? Yeah. It, so it felt natural, but it was definitely forced. Well, because it happened, like, five minutes later. True. So it was like, we have an opportunity to say this. To set it up for a next event. Exactly. Yeah. So, I I didn't have that big an issue. I was like, I just it, it stood out to me. I was like, why do you got to do that? Yeah. Oh. Um, and going back to like the cast, I think when you have such a, a cloud of doubt over a movie, like you know, because a lot of people are like, Brie Larson couldn't carry a movie or a franchise like a Marvel, something as big as Marvel. Uh-huh. I think it was smart to have such a good cast with her to support. Yeah. 
compared to if it was a bunch of B levels and and then like, she's like the main thing. Mm-hmm. I got you. Funny, so. it's funny. I you uh you say the Fury name thing yeah. because my first note was Fury name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's funny. So uh, <laughs> Fury gets in a lot of car crashes, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, man. He should just stop. Dude, he's driving. always, always like purposely crashing a car. Like he dis- he demolished that one dude. Oh yeah, yeah, that was funny when he. Uh, what's it called? I also like that. Like, Shield is. What do you call it? Established, right? Like Shield was a thing. Yeah. Like it didn't go. It didn't show us like. This is Shield headquarters. Blah, 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 you know what I mean? They just show up hours after she hits the ground and they're like sup what's going on there you know what i mean and yeah. then they're like i i also like the fact that they're all they think they're all big and bad they're like oh we got fucking light speed engines and we got all these cool jets and these secret things and then they're like hey there's green aliens that can turn into anybody and uh <laughs> and they're like well and they didn't bullshit do, they didn't do the basic like i don't believe you you there's no way aliens exist like, it literally took them one thing to believe it. Or literally, like, they were questioning her at that uh, pay booth, the pay telephone. And then that guy just shot some weird laser at it. And they're like, all right, we believe you. Yeah. Because exactly. she was explaining what the scrolls were. Exactly. It was just kind of, it, it felt it felt funny that, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. thinks they're all big and bad. And then they, they like, there's no such thing as green aliens. Okay. Yep. It's like. Just wait, just wait. You're about to learn a whole lot, and then just wait to the far future when you're, you know what I mean? Yep. When you learn about stones and and other aliens that are gonna destroy half the universe and shit like that, like it, shit gets crazy within twenty years, <laughs> <laughs> thirty years, I guess. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I I thought it was really interesting how. Okay, normally, like, you get Samuel L. Jackson in your movie, right? He's, he's like, a high-tier act- actor, yep. right? And we've had Samuel L. Jackson in the Marvel Universe for, like, 10 years now, right? Since 2008. And every single movie he's been in, he's been the head honcho. Yeah. Like, even the Avengers, when he shows up, they respect him, right? And I thought it was super cool to see an, in- uh, an interesting other side of this, where... I think Captain Mar- uh I mean I think Nick Fury respects Captain Marvel in this movie more than the other way around. Like she mm-hmm. obviously doesn't under cuz he's not at that high of a level yet, right? He's not director yet. He's just a dude. He yep. well he's pretty high tier. But did you notice at one point he's only like a level 3? Yep. You know? And so so it's like it's like a shift. So normally you're seeing Nick as this huge power figure. And it's now the other way around, where she shows up and she's running the show. Yeah. And Nick Fury's taking a backseat. Well, he's a, he's a desk jockey. Exactly. You know, he's and, got a desk and everything. And uh, and she's like, "Give me your communicator. You can't be trusted with it." <laughs> like, if you did that to Nick Fury in eighteen years, he'd slap you silly. You know yeah. what I mean? But like here, he's just an, a little nobody at this point, mm-hmm. kind of. And well, I saw Coulson like is a rookie. He just started. Ex- exactly right. And Coulson obviously respects Fury a lot. Mm-hmm. So there's like three levels of. Yeah, and it all shifts, and I thought it was just really cool to see a different side of Nick Fury, not him just running the show, being the big yeah. bad, you know. Like yeah. he's clearly out of his depth in half of this movie. <laughs> like he has no <laughs> idea what he's doing. Exactly. So 
Yeah, I I wrote down a note. Speaking of the pager, I wrote down a note for the pager, but then the post credit scene is just kind of like. Oh, it answered it for you. Yeah. Um, what do you think about how he lost his eye? He didn't uh, lose it, but it's. I think it, I think it was better. Like I knew it was coming, right? Because everybody was like, I mean, anything these days, you can't get away from information. Like, yeah. if you just try to entertain yourself, you're going to figure out stuff that you shouldn't have known, right? So, like, in entertaining myself, listening to podcasts, they're like, oh, yeah, the cat's probably going to scratch his eye out because that's a thing. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? I'm like, great. And everybody's talking about this cat, this cat, this cat, this cat. Like, yeah. the cat, the cat, the cat. And all the trailers are like, look at this cat. Look, you know? It's like, <laughs> like he's in the poster exa- for the movie. Exactly, right? So. And so it's like, I, we knew it was coming. I thought the one cool thing about the eye scratch thing is he gets his eye scratch and he's like, oh, it's nothing. You know what I mean? And then both of the uh, uh, scrolls are like, oh, God. no, it's not nothing, <laughs> dude. <You're laughs> so I think, I thought that was cool because a cat scratch, you wouldn't lose your eye. You know what I mean? No matter if he's a flurgan or not. No, like I mean, I've would... been scratched enough by him. Exactly. You won't lose your eye. Yeah. And, and It'll hurt like hell, but... I, th- I thought it was shitty the way it happened. Like, he's just kind of holding it in, in the airplane, like, all happy, and the cat mm-hmm. just, like... Rawr. You know what I mean? I kind of wanted it to be, like... I don't know, like a different situation, you know? Plus the fact that he was like, I trusted somebody once, and he scratched my eye out. Yeah, like, the, you're talking about a damn cat. You trusted I get, the cat. <laughs> I was expecting it to be like an actual human or a scroll turned into somebody else, mm-hmm. and it scratched. I just it didn't it didn't hit the beat that I wanted it to, really. Yeah, especially for a dude that is kind of famous for not having an eye. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was super cool seeing Samuel Jackson like really love on cats though. Yeah, he was like, oh, it's very I like humanizing because he's always this like distant ghost figure almost. Yeah, yeah, this this this, this like um, just like no no fun all business kind of guy, yeah. right? It was kind of cool to see him just be like cool, you know. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about the? Uh, I know we're kind of jumping to the end here, and we'll go back and like, but what do you think about the Avengers thing? The Avenger tie-in. <laughs> I liked it. Like how the name came about. Mm-hmm. I thought it was one. I thought it was super cool that they didn't say Captain Marvel. Yeah, because they're like Marvel. Marvel sounds better. And yeah, and I'm glad she wasn't like, or he wasn't like. Captain. You should be called Captain Marvel. Like I'd be like, eh, right? Or they like, alluded to it without saying it. You or know? They, I like honestly, if I would have predicted, I would have been like, uh, Nick Fury would have said. So, do you have? What are you gonna go by now? Because she did have this. She was called by two different names. Yeah. Carol Danvers and Veers. Yeah. You know, she's like, so what are you gonna go by, or what should I call you, or something? And be like, or if Nick Fury was like, what about like Miss Marvel? She's like, I like Captain. That would be (laughs) bad. You just put your hands on your hip, by the way, (laughs) which just would have been awful. Um, Captain, and then it roll credits. Do you? uh, (laughs) Do you? Well. What was I gonna say? Do you know is is Veers her name it's, in like the comics? Yeah, it's, yeah. So it is. Mm-hmm. Damn it! What? I was hoping that was a Star Wars reference. Why? That's Veers. To Captain Veers and uh, Captain Veers is a well, yeah, because her name's Carol Danvers and Danvers is D A N V E R. I got, I got that. Oh, okay, I mm-hmm. got that part, but I was wondering if it is in the comics. Like, oh, well, it could be. I don't know about the comic origin. Oh, 
Maybe it is like a little reference. I don't know. Could be. But they kept saying it. It sounded like they were saying fierce at times. Me too. I, got dude, confused. We, I was like, what the? Why are you calling her fierce? Also, like the fight scene, I thought his name was Veers. Oh, yeah. And then, and then uh, because he kept saying Veers, you need to. Or she, she called herself in third person at one point. She said, I'm Veers or something like that. And I didn't hear the I'm part. I, uh, I don't remember, but I heard Veers and it came out of her face. And I'm like, why? Her face. <laughs> I think she was, I think she was trying to say like, but I'm Veers now. Do you get what I'm saying? Cause yeah. she lost her memory. Right. And they gave her a new name. And I was like, wait, is he Veers? Is, is it, is it the beginning yeah. of the movie is just high, high speed. Like you got to keep up cause mm-hmm. it's not telling you shit. Yeah, and you're just deep. That's why I think like if if you've never watched a Marvel movie and you, dude, you're probably like, what did I miss? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? And then it, you'll slowly come around. You know what I mean? But like that, those first fifteen minutes, they don't tell you anything. They're just, Which it's just. Oh, I'm fine with it, but it, they don't tell you anything, and it's just, it's just, phew, you know yeah. what I mean? Hundred hundred miles per hour. Like, good luck. Mm-hmm. Keep up. Um, I I want to mention. I think probably the best two scenes in the movie okay. were the memory time when she was upside down in that Yeah, that was cool device. seeing her fight without her. Uh... How th- oh, well, yeah, that whole scene in general after, like, the when they're hacking oh, her memories oh, yeah, and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And was they cool. can just control it, whatever. Like, yeah. they're like, look at the log- or look at the coordinates. Look at the coordinates. And well, I she's, also, like, like, trying sh- to fight it, but she can't. And then she gets shot out, and they're like, no, 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 get back like, in there. Bring her back, and just... <laughs> Right back in, she, you know, pulled the evac thing. Yeah, that was super cool. Yeah, and then when she breaks out, she has those things on her fist. She has mm-hmm. to punch out of them. That's really cool. Yep. Uh, Did you like the scrolls transformation? Like The actual, like, physically changing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I wanted it to be, like, not easy. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, like it just because I in, the, in the comic scroll, not all scrolls can change. It's like it's well, he it's said like, Ben Mendelsohn said it takes practice, and I'm glad and they skill. did that, right? It takes practice, and it, you have to like focus to get the actual right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I love that scene where they're like, "Can you turn into a filing cabinet?" He's like, "Venus flytrap, fifty dollars." Why the hell would I turn into a <laughs> filing cabinet? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Like Venus flytrap, I'm gonna give you fifty bucks yeah. right now. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was good. Uh, I don't know about you, but like Yonrog, I I knew from the beginning. I didn't know that there was gonna be a swap with enemies, because I like I said, I I knew that there was gonna be some weird villain, but I didn't know the scrolls were gonna be the good guys because. Notoriously, scrolls have been bad yeah. and good. Actually, there's kind of like a back and forth. Uh, but I thought the scrolls were going to infiltrate, and then there was going to be this big conspiracy, right? And uh, what's it called? And they definitely didn't do that. They didn't do that at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, but there's a didn't. small chance, but it looks like they didn't. If they were going to do that, this would have been the movie that they planted it, right? And they yeah. didn't even plant the seed that the scrolls are still trying to infiltrate Earth. Mm-hmm. politics or anything like that right yeah. and or shield or hydra for that matter you know yeah. but like i said like that wasn't really their mission they were never no there it to wasn't take, they were never there to take over earth Mm-mm. they were there just to get dr lost running lab. basically mm-hmm. trying not to die like they said they're trying to get far enough away that's why they wanted the light 
speed engine, which, yeah. by the way, is the Tesseract, yes. not a light speed engine. Well, pretty it powered si- by it. Pretty sick that a human. Well, never mind. <laughs> she's not a human. She's a Cree. She was human. Doctor, what's her face? Oh, Lawson. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. She it, was. She I thought you were talking this. about Miss uh, Captain Marvel. No. No, Doctor Lawson made the speed the uh, light speed engine, and she's not human. Mm-hmm. Well, humans still suck. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I saying about the scrolls? Oh, Yonrog. Uh, his character. I don't know what it is about him, but like, he. If you're gonna do this bait and switch thing, right? Yeah. Don't make him seem like a villain from the beginning. Yeah, just, he just was always the way, a dick. the way, exactly the way he carried himself and the way he he spoke to other humans. You're like, yeah, well, he's he, a villain. He's a douchebag. When like, they were having, the, when the Cree crew were having their banterous talk at the beginning, he like shut it down immediately. Yeah, he just walked in. And he was always like, a dick. Oh, like, oh, in the fight, he's like, he's like easily beating her, and he's like, you got to control your emotions. I'm like, yeah. okay, like, ugh. can you not just have a little bit of fun, right? Yeah. Uh, I did love the f- the shit at the end. I was like, I swear to God, if she just punches this dude and beats him now, when like 15 minutes earlier in the, or actually like an hour and a half earlier in the movie, she was getting her she, literal ass kicked. Like she couldn't do shit to this guy. It was mm-hmm. easy. And they're just going to punch up and now she's going to beat him because she's a big bad woman now. Yeah. No, nah, I was super glad that she was just like, don't need to prove myself. Bye, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Which was good because I feel like when they're about to square off for the last time, he's like, I'm so proud of you. Like, because that fell very flat for me. Like, and like the whole... And I think it was supposed to. It was supposed to be funny, I feel like. But uh, the whole the whole theater was silent through it. So I was like, ooh. I don't know if it was supposed to be funny. I think you were supposed to be like... I don't know about that one. I think you were supposed to be confused. Like, what? Is he really... Maybe See, it was supposed to be funny. I I, I think... I definitely it, didn't laugh. It would have been... Yeah, I don't, no one did at the time. <laughs> I think it would have been funnier if... Yeah, he's about to, and he just puts it back and says, like, to hell with that. Prove to me once and for all. And yeah. Then, and then she goes, or he just, and then just shoots him, like Indiana Jones did. You know, that guy's exactly. showing off with a sword, and he just pops him. Yeah, like, or put his gun away and be like, please don't fire fist me. Or like, you know, <laughs> please don't plasma blast me. Don't fist me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they kept call- they kept saying, like, you got your magical fire hands now. What if he was just like, please don't magical fire hands me. Can we just fight like men? She's like, no, 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 no. Uh, anything else you want to say? I don't think so. Um, gosh, I think there was something I wanted to say. My favorite part of the whole movie was the buddy cop stuff with him and her. Oh. I really liked that. My favorite part was probably when they go to Pegasus. You know what I mean? And I also loved, I basically loved any scene where Samuel Jackson and, uh, Brie Larson were alone because mm-hmm. I think they just work so well together and I really like how she shows up on earth and immediately goes where's Fury like that just shows how much respect she garnered for him throughout this movie oh in the end credit scene in the end credit like, scene she doesn't show up and go what's wrong she didn't show up and be, she goes hey where's Fury mm-hmm. you know what I mean I don't care who you are you're clear I, kn- I mean she knows who they are they yeah. travel across the galaxy she's like well, Captain America you're cool and, and all speaking where's on that, Fury yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't know this for sure or if it was on purpose, but she looked like she's been through some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's all, like, her hair's all fucked up. and Her hair's different. She looks, like, a little paler. She looks older. Well, I guess she ages normally. I don't know. They don't really 
who knows address aging <laughs> but uh, they only de-age they don't overage I do like how they but, uh, it's like she's like cause it's the whole universe yeah. that got snapped so I do she's I do like yeah there's there's theories that she almost got snapped but she prevented it somehow and that's why well, she looks so rough stone powered so it's possible cause the powers came from the Tesseract. Time, time? No. Space. Space stone. Yeah. Um, which means she might be able to do some funky stuff. I did like how... Okay, I, what I didn't want to happen, right, is... You know how, like, there's these cliches in really shitty superhero movies where, like, you're powerful enough, you just don't know it yet? Kind of like Wonder Woman a little bit. It happens a little bit in Wonder Woman, but I think it's very well done. Where she, they're just, she's kind of like, uh, you know what I mean? And she, they're like, no, you're powerful enough. You got this. And she like flies for the first time. Do you know what I'm talking about? And then she like does the thing and shoots yeah. the laser back. Well, and it's like supposed to be that she like figured herself out and she's amazing. Yeah. Well, it, and Wonder Woman, she was always wanting to fight. She was always wanting to train and stuff. Yeah, but Wonder Woman is a bad example because it's really well done. But yeah, what I'm trying to say is like there's a lot of that. there's a lot of movies where like they unlock their true potential because of their want to be better, mm-hmm. right? I was like if she because clearly she doesn't have the same power level at the beginning of the movie as she does at the end and you could tell us in the trailers. And I was like if that's because she's just a she just woman powers up and just like or you know just not even woman power, just like will powers her powers to be better. Yeah. I was gonna be pissed, but instead they did this really cool thing where like, uh, the Cree knew that she's hell of a lot more powerful, so they implant this thing which she thinks gives her her powers, but realistically yeah. they restrict. But <clears throat> when she found out that the powers are within her, exactly, like literally, not just like mm-hmm. emotionally or whatever, she's like, I have the power without. With or without this thing, yeah. So you're lying to me. So and Yonrog has Yonrog has put this seed of doubt mm-hmm. in her mind that if she ever gets rid of it, then she'll what can lose be her given b- can be taken away. Exactly is what he kept saying. So. Exactly, and I think I thought that was a really cool uh, thing. So it was like a tangible reason why she had her powers and why she was so powerful, not just because she got better at it. Right? Do you know? Yep. Like I, I think. Marvel really does that well. You know what I mean? Uh, I think one of the actually one of the worst I can think of is Thor. You know what I mean? Like Thor kind of just becomes powerful because Hela's like, "You're more powerful than this." And he's like, "Oh, I guess I am." You know what I mean? And then he like really truly unlocks his full lightning powers. And it, that's Well, it, it took him to lose the hammer to realize, you know. I that's fair. That's fair. But uh I, I think a really good example is like um I like Doctor Strange because I'm I'm very much a person that like I I think if you apply yourself you can learn just about anything as long as you work hard enough at mm-hmm. it. That's why I like Doctor Strange so much. Because that's what he had to do. He literally like he's struggling, you know what I mean? And he has to learn it. And he doesn't just it's not just because he's the best, you know what I mean? It's because he's willing to put forth the time. I mean, he's literally sneaking into the library to steal books to yeah. read and learn. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's just he's like, just a better student than instance, everybody else there. In the movie, the guy that was paralyzed and he learned the mystic arts and just fixed his back. Yeah. Like that guy, he literally just did it to fix his back and probably didn't take time to learn anything else. Exactly. So. 
But to be the Sorcerer Supreme, he had to put his full time and effort into learning everything he could about it. Yep. Which I thought was cool. Yep. And I just really, I just really hope they didn't just do this like. I believed in myself, so now I'm powerful. I just hated that. <laughs> and speaking of Thor, welcome to the woman Thor of the Marvel Universe. She's basically woman Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I would say they're about equal they're power close. levels. Oh, yeah, for sure. They could both fly, like, they basically. Didn't, they didn't make her, like, overly powered. She can do what Thor can do. I'd but say. she doesn't really get her ass kicked. Yeah, she does. Before, well, okay, Thor has, does she get her Thor ass kicked? Thor has gotten his ass handed to him. Does Captain Marvel get her ass kicked post getting her powers? No. But she hasn't fought anybody stronger You're or right. equal. You're right. Her. She's fighting a bunch of bitches. I'm really hoping. Powerless bitches. Yes. I'm, I'm really hoping <laughs> she shows up and Thanos just fucking pummels her. Just like absolutely because... Well, we know this isn't gonna happen. The Russos are not this dumb, right? She's not gonna show up and fix everything like like no. that. She's not gonna reverse snap and fix everything. But I want her to show up, and the Avengers be like, "It's a beacon of hope," and then they just get pummeled again, and then they have to rebuild again and try to fix this whole problem. You know what yeah. I mean? Because clearly more... she needs to be there for some reason. You well, know, they don't even know why yet. True. They didn't know who she was or what that pager was or anything. By the way, she just kind of showed up. She's kind of like, do you think she can teleport? Do you think she's like... <laughs> she, she's space stoned. I mean. She's space stoned out? Or do you think she's just sneaky? <laughs> 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 I feel like even though they're Avengers, they get snuck up on all the time. Facts, dude. <laughs> like, I, and I understand she's like super powered and like can fly, so she doesn't really have to touch the ground. But like... I, if you see that scene from a different angle, you'd be like, she's, she's right there. She, she's literally in your periphery. You would see her walking like the you screen. You almost yeah. have a 180 degree view. Like, yeah. she's she's right there. Yep. Also, half the people in the whole world are dead. I'm sure you're, like, pretty on edge. On edge, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> heightened senses. Everyone's doing you literally, <laughs> You literally were just talking about how this is a complete nightmare and then yep. said, I've had nightmares worse than this. Yeah. And. Okay, Black Widow. I've had better nightmares. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, I've had nightmares better than this. That's mm-hmm. yeah. That's nightmares worse than this. Doesn't make much sense. <laughs> I mean, Stoop. Pretty damn frightening <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> All right. You yeah, wanna, for real. That's a fucked up nightmare right yeah. there. You want to score it? Yeah, let's do it. Ote. Bonaire score. Eh. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. I wasn't like. Be, I was the fact worried. that I said I got I, I was I was very surprised at how good this movie was compared which is not a it's not a masterpiece mm-hmm. uh, it was good not great it was good not great there were definitely some hold on let, before we there were definitely some flaws what do you think the flaws were I would say pacing jokes uh Dialogue. There was a few. There was a few Aquaman eye roll dialogue. <laughs> the one that really got me was when like she figures out that Yonrog lied to her, and she walks outside all like angry and or not angry, like emotional. And then her pilot, co-pilot, just walks out and just mm-hmm. like Rambo. Yeah, and does this like weird monologue speech, and I was just like, oh, and when Rambo's neighbor came to the door, 
And oh, that was so bad. Yeah, that, that <laughs> without a doubt the worst scene in the movie. <laughs> Followed by one of the best when the guy comes in is like all jokey. Uh, yeah, Ben. Yeah, when Ben Middleton. Also, uh, you remember when she figures out her suit? Yeah, she figured out the color of her suit. I I like the way she figures out, and I like how she can change it just like on a whim. Yeah. Uh, there were definitely some suit color combinations that are ten times better than the one she picked. I get why. That green that and white color. that green and white and that black oh, yeah. and gold were both fucking fire. <laughs> I was like why is she not that? Those well, are dope. If I was a movie being a movie director and yeah. like alright so we're going to have her change colors of the suit until she finds the red and gold. So don't do ones that look better than exactly. Red and gold. <laughs> do like the neon one, you know the neon joke one. Yeah, and then do like pink and gold, where you're just like. Ooh. Or honestly, I want I would I would have been I would not have been surprised if they did like a pride flag. <laughs> that would have been funny, just like all with the rainbow, called? the rainbow yeah. colors. <laughs> I could have. I Which, honestly could have. Yeah, I mean they're. They I mean it. they're in talks about like they want a gay superhero. Which, by the way, just naturally bring in a superhero. Don't be like we need an LGBTQ superhero. Like you're on a crusade at that point. Mm-hmm. Just naturally bring one in and be like, hey, by the way, he's LGBTQ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, technically, kind of... Scarlet Witch, you could say is she's in love with a robot. He's not. I, it just, I'm sure that falls in one seems, of the letters. It seems so crusady. Like we we have to get behind the right. the movement. You know what I mean? I'm just like just let it happen naturally. naturally if you, yeah. you want to bring in a character and he happens to be that way, don't like frame it as like we're doing it to okay. But yeah, totally like that green and white suit was dope, and the black and gold was fire, <laughs> without a doubt. And then there were some bad ones. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did she do a uh, Captain America one at one point? Was she kind of like blue, white, and I don't think so. Okay, not that I remember. Never mind. Uh, cinematography. It looked good. Better than fifty. You know what? What is better than a Star Is Born? And that got an Oscar nominated. <laughs> so moving on. <laughs> Rewatchability. Nah. I was gonna say this about this movie. I kind of like these in between Marvel movies. Yeah. Because. Like I've watched Infinity War five six times now. The At rewatchability least. on that movie is ridiculous. Yeah. But I like these kind of like palate. I would call them palate cleansers. Yeah. They just kind of like reset and get you ready for a big movie. You yeah, because I mean this was a mood changer compared to like we're honestly probably gonna be crying for like three hours. Facts. <laughs> for it's, gonna be, it's gonna be nuts. So, so yeah, totally. And I kind of like I like that it's not rewatchable. Like. I have no desire to go watch this again for another five mm-hmm. years, maybe. I mean, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp was fine, but... It's, it's not like, rewatchable. I'll watch it one time, and that's all you'll need to watch. Exactly. Okay. Actually, most of the Marvel movies are like that. Hmm. There's a few that are, like, Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, it's like, I watched this one time, and I've got it good. Like, I don't need to... Doctor Strange, I'm not going to go back. I mm-hmm. like that movie. Uh, I know what happens. I don't. But I think recently there's been ones that I will definitely go back and watch, like Spider-Man: Homecoming. I already did it. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. I've already watched twice, and Black Panther. Yeah. Well, know? I mean, those were like super good movies. And I so. think Far From Home. I'm gonna watch. So I think I think the good balance is one, one. Okay, just make good movies first mm-hmm. off, which they do. One rewatchable one that's super duper fun. One crazy movie that's kind of sad. And then one, like, just Captain Marvel. Like, it's just there. It's mm-hmm. good. Not rewatchable. Good. Okay. Acting. It was good. Yeah, for sure. Samuel Jackson carries this 
movie. Uh, Brie Larson's pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's a few stiff moments, I would say. Yeah. Where right. she's like... Getting more than 50 cent. 50 percent absolutely definitely better than 50 percent engagement yeah yep it was very interesting story that was good i thought it was interesting i think for a movie that shouldn't have been interesting a origin story with uh what is set out to be a clear villain and a clear uh hero yeah a bunch of twisties and turns yeah good one thing i didn't like was like the montage of her growing up when she was a little kid racing you shouldn't be out here. <laughs> yeah, that felt kind of... And oh that was in the trailer, so we kind of knew it was going... Yeah, and her, like, all standing up at the same time. Yeah, what was she... Was she playing baseball? She fell in the dirt and got back up, like... Yeah, ev- she got a pitch. She got a pitch, like, at her head. Yeah, she, she got like, some sweet chin music, and... She like, did She did that. She, she fucking demolished a, a cart. Like, she should be decapitated. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Then she fell. Doing uh, the ropes. Doing the rope thing. The training. Air Force training. By the way, that was a big fall. You would get seriously hurt. What kind of what kind of training is that? Are they, like, specific? Like, uh, we want you to break ribs and get a concussion. Have fun. The late 80s and 90s were a different time. Nuts, dude. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's four out of five. Six. Yep, it's not bad. That's not, pretty accurate. I think that's accurate. I would say it's about eighty percent. Mm-hmm. I think that's honestly like where it it is. It's eighty percent on a boom. Rotten Tomatoes. We're amazing. We we're critically get... average. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to do uh the list? Yes. All right. This so, list is top five training montages. Yes. When did you do this list? Uh, just a few minutes ago. Me too. I literally did it before I uh, left for work. Okay. <laughs> I kept meaning to, but I just got so busy over the weekend. It wasn't so. that hard. No one. And I, I, I tried to stay away from the cliche ones. You know. Yeah, well, I, I, I have, definitely put one on here because it's just. I have here down on honorable mentions is all the Rocky movies. Okay. Cool. So all those. Well, here, basically let me, the let me do my number five. I think Rocky one, and I think it's. I like it because it literally looks like a shitty 2008 YouTube video, <laughs> like a fan film, fan made YouTube video, and mm-hmm. like the the beginning shot where he's running through the train. Yeah, it l- honestly looks like it's recorded for like America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. Like it is trash, but it's like it progressively gets better and better, and it's got the. I mean, the music is just. It's the Rocky song. And then he finishes it. And then he finishes. Okay, okay. You thought I was going to. I thought, oh, man, I stuttered. Then he finishes on the steps. You know what I mean? It's just like the classic, iconic thing. Yeah. And it's it's probably what started most training montages, I would say, if not Karate Kid. I don't know which one came out first. So. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of Karate Kid. <laughs> my, number five? my number five is Karate Kid. Man, I love Karate Kid. Yeah. Are you which, talking about the new part? one? Hell no. Or the Are old. you talking about the new one? Well, hold on. Because the one with Jackie Chan and Jane Smith or yeah. the older one with I'm Mr. I'm talking about the old one. Okay. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. And uh, I don't know the kid's name. See, the one I have down is the from the old one, the original one, mm-hmm. where he's fighting each member of Cobra Kai 
mm-hmm. and like the final thing like it's a montage of him of fighting of fighting yeah, yeah. of him beating them all I also love one. the boat scene yeah which isn't really part of a montage but it's like a scene about training yeah it's super cool I yeah. love it he just keeps knocking them off. <laughs> oh, and the wax on, wax off is classic. Yeah. And they redo it in the new one. And it's like nobody fucking waxes their car anymore. So, <laughs> you know, you can't really do that shit. But back then, people waxed their car. And it, mm-hmm. it, it was just like. And I, I think it was like the first time a training montage has been about discipline and not about just pure, like, get as strong as you possibly can. It was yeah. like, no, this is discipline. This is like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then the fight is like perfect. Yeah, I love that movie. That's a really good movie. Oh, is it on your bucket list is. movie? I don't know if it is. I, there's too many it's movies criminal. to check right now. But I bet there's some movies on there you could easily take off. I can't re- see them from here, but what is that? Why is Squidward on there? Four rows down, second over? Four rows. Second over? What is that? Four rows? Down. Two over. It looks like Squidward. It's the Lion King. Uh, I see it. Now. <laughs> Where the fuck do you see Squidward? So facing left. <laughs> you see? That's so weird. Sorry, this means nothing to you guys right now. I know. I have a giant poster with a hundred movies, and it's like a it's like a lottery ticket a thing where list. you s- scratch off. So, oh, okay. So after you complete a movie, you scratch off with a little coin, and it's got a little uh, minimalist. Uh, idea of what the movie looks like. Mm-hmm. So he thought he thought the Lion it's King Mufasa or but Simba. from a, from a distance you could see Squidward's head in it, <laughs> but it's red. So hey man, I don't know. But yeah, that I mean that one has some interesting. Movie. I mean okay. little, little Miss Sunshine. I don't really know. Yeah, why that one has been? I don't there. know if it's top a hundred. It's bucket list. It's not the best movies of all time. So someone somewhere is like this is the ones that I want people to watch. So. But I think it's cool. I think most most of it on there is pretty good. Cool. So okay, mine is mine number four is Iron Man. The it's not the, really a training montage. It's more of a building and engineering the montage. The cave one. No. Or the original suit. The original suit okay. when he's trying to get it working yeah. and uh, he like flies into his hot rod and like yeah. gets sprayed down and then he finally gets it working and starts flying around the city and everything. I love that. And I yeah. just I. As like a as like a budding engineer myself, I just think it's super <laughs> cool that he's just down in his garage fucking playing with stuff until it works. You know what right. I mean? And yeah, I just I love that scene. And it's got I mean, it's got the Iron Man theme. You know, mm-hmm. dun, 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 dun. it's like perfect. Yeah. So yeah, cool. Um, my number four, I have Southpaw. Hmm. I can't remember. So can't. it's before the final fight. You know, he's fighting the guy that basically got his wife killed yeah you know so and it's him having to like relearn because his trainer wants him to switch up his style uh-huh. so it's him having to relearn everything you i know. need to go rewatch that movie i, I love some jake gyllenhaal i know you some do. shaved buff jake gyllenhaal buff is an understatement dude he's fucking he's like weirdly ripped in that <laughs> like doesn't look natural yeah Maybe that's what happens when you get really skinny and then get really buffed right after it. Right. It's like you just put on pure lean muscle instead of like fattening up and then muscling. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because yeah, he's like naturally that size, not like muscle wise, but yeah. like the body size almost. And then he just added muscle to what he already like had on him and weighed. Jake Gyllenhaal 
blows my mind. <laughs> he literally he he goes from like Nightcrawler, right, where he's like a super awkward, weird guy, Lulu, but in super like he lost a bunch of weight and he's all weird to like Zodiac, where he's like a nerd, right, right, but he's like a he's like a full grown adult and everything to like Prisoners, where he's like this grungy cop that you know what I mean. It's yeah. like super cool to like. Uh, Southpaw, where he's like a tatted Eminem type, like fucking will beat well, your speaking ass. Speaking of Eminem, phenomenal by Eminem was the song playing. Good, good <laughs> song. Yeah, crazy. Okay, my number three, and you gotta a little bit, you gotta stretch it a little bit here. Is is Daredevil, right? There's okay. a few of them, but my favorite, I I love all of them. Every single time he's punching a bag and like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, contemplating life and everything like that. All those scenes are really good. And then his learning with Stick is really good. Mm-hmm. And then in season three, there's a scene where he loses his hearing because he gets collapsed under a building, right? And he, he loses his senses, basically, because he's fucked up. And uh, there's a scene where he's getting back into it. He finally starts to hear things again. Yeah. And uh, And he starts, like, moving around the room. And you can tell he, like, knows where everything is, and it's, like, super cool. And, uh, yeah, he starts learning, and, and it's I, – I think it's an interesting one because most training montages are just, like, pure human power, like, just going nuts. And this one, he, like, starts to get like that, yeah. and he throws up a kick, and he just collapses because he's like, ow, <laughs> like, I should not have done that. I still have a broken back. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting, cool, and uh, a little different from all the rest. Yeah, that's cool. Speaking of different, this one I think is as well. It's uh, from the first Creed movie, training montage. Okay. So it's, um, you know, he's about to fight, and you know, Rocky's his trainer, but Rocky gets um, sick. Mm-hmm. So it's like cuts in between him training and also taking care of Rocky yep. at the same time, and Rocky trying to help him, and you know, like them helping each other, but Rocky's sick. Uh, you know, it's him. Learning to punch, you know, because he's still a novice and still learning. Yep. So, and then, you know, it culminates with him trying to run down this road and he's getting chased by all these four wheelers and dirt bikes, like his friends and stuff. Yep. You know, and with some uh, kind of like the Creed Rocky music, mm-hmm. you know, because they have. It's more mixed, modernized. Mm-hmm, more modernized, like that playing the whole time. And it's, it's like really slow mo and it's super cool. Mm-hmm. And he's in like the dredges of Detroit or wherever the hell he is. It's Philly. Philly, sorry. Duh. I should Don't you know Rocky? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, my number two is Warrior. Ah. I like the uh I love the training scenes with uh, both of the brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, you just get to see how different they are. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like one is like a very Well one shouldn't have been there in the first place. Exactly. Really. One is like a very normal MMA fighter, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then the other one is just getting trained by his dad, just like waking up at 4 a.m. and driving next to him in a car like, Wait, oh, well, this is what we're doing. We're just, we're just. Kind of reminds me of Creed II, the Russian. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They're just brutal. Like nothing special, no special gyms, just punching like a brick wall out the backyard. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. fucking nuts. And then you got the other guy, the other the uh, the teacher brother. Mm-hmm. You, um, Michael? Uh, what's his actor's name? Oh. Ewan McGregor. No, I'm a bot. That's not. Dude, I know his name. Like I do too. Every it's other on the day tip of the of week. My tongue. Um, 
but his character, right? He he has like all the amenities and the perfect gym and the perfect trainer and everything. Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. Exactly. His name is Brendan. Brendan. Yeah. So I like that one. That was yeah. cool. That was Plus, cool. that movie's dope. Oh, I forgot Frank Grillo was in that. That's funny. Yep. Cool. That was your number three or two? Two. All right. My number two is Arrow. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. From the first season. It's a throat. Dude. The salmon lat the introduction of the Cla- salmon ladder. Classic dude. Will should have put it on my own <laughs> list. You got me. Yeah. That is intense. Like, oh, dude, the fact that a human being can do that is incredible. <laughs> and the fact that an actor can do it is is mind like he literally does that. There's mm-hmm. no trickery. He's yeah, no, doing he's a salmon like, ladder. I'm doing this. Yeah, and all the other training, but the salmon ladder is like the key thing. It's like it's hard for most humans to do five pull ups. We're talking about doing a pull-up and then whipping your body <laughs> and pulling it and putting it at max length yep. and then doing it again. Like <laughs> I think I think he did 12. I think that was as high as he could do was 12. That's nuts. That's fucking insane. You know he went on American Ninja Warrior? Did he win it? I don't know. But he did really good. So. I'm sure. That dude's a freak of nature. <laughs> uh, like uh, He's also a part-time wrestler. Like CrossFit guys and all those guys? They, uh-huh. uh, yeah, he is, isn't he? They, um... They always like to talk about I, what are, they're called a God. What are they called? Ch- they're not chin ups. They're, they're, they're like you keep going and you push yourself. Oh, you don't know uh, talking about? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, but there's some kind of pull up, right? Where you basically bring your whole head above, mm-hmm. and then you switch your grip, and then you push down until your waist is yeah. about to the bar. And it's like that's basically what a salmon ladder is, just on steroids. Like well, you, the thing is, you gotta, yeah. you know what I mean, and like then get your arms back mm-hmm. up. That's, well, the thing about what you were saying, you can rest for a second yeah. and then do it. But salmon ladders, you're like midair having to do. All you this also have to like do this weird thing with your back because the salmon ladder is at an angle, so you can't just go straight up. Yeah. You have to like flex your back backwards well, because and then come it's, back around. You know, it's, a, it's an angular thing that has a catch on, so yeah. you have to like take it around that. At an Ridiculous. angle. Ridiculous. Like, uh, behind you almost. My goal in life is to one day be able to do a salmon ladder. Dude, one single salmon ladder. That's it. Once <laughs> I do it once, I'm like, I'm never again. I'm never training out again. I'm literally eating ice cream for the rest of my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Creed 2. This is your number one. Me too. Yay. <laughs> it's just the best, man. Oh, it's It's so got good. the best music. It's like in the middle of a desert, which yeah. makes it so much cooler because it's like, you know, he had everything the first fight. Well, he said, um, well, if you got to go back to hell, might as well get used to it. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. So he puts him in, like, where prisoners are freaking <laughs> training. Yeah, he said, because I, I rewatched that scene today. And mm-hmm. It was like, this is where fighters go to, like, uh, start over and get reborn. Yep. And, like, their punching bags are literal tires. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they, they base it's, it's basically like... It looks higher stacked on. It looks like a tetanus mm-hmm. museum. <laughs> it's te- a tetanus museum. <laughs> like it looks like where 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 little children go to get lockjaw. You know what I mean? Like yes. like it's it's just nuts. Like yeah. everything's rusted. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Looks like hell's playground. Literally. I mean, like they're scared to even be there. Exactly. Like the Rocky and the other guy. Yeah. And I mean, he's literally just he just takes a sledgehammer and starts. Hitting the ground. Oh, yeah, with I it, forgot dude. about that part. He's just beating the earth with a sledgehammer. That mm-hmm. can't be good for your shoulders. I don't know. I don't know what that works out, but 
Uh, probably everything. <laughs> probably everything above the waist. You're just... I suppose. Like, bowling is low-key a really good workout. Yeah. I can see it. If you bowl 12 games... Just don't flick your wrist the whole time. <laughs> what do you mean? You can mess up your wrist if you do it wrong. Uh, you just gotta be a good bowler. Well, okay, yes. And if you bowl one-handed, your your, your wrist's gonna get fucked up. Yeah. That's just how it works. Yeah. Because your thumb... It's just not natural for your thumb to get... Yeah. It's bad. Okay, back to that's the, why we wear wrist. They yeah. wear wrist brace. You back know? to the Cree train. Cree training, um, and then and then the scene where he like they're once again following in a car, just running. Well, the thing is about that compared to just running down the streets of Philly or something like that. He's literally running through a desert, but there's no obstacle end end obstacle in sight. Yeah, th- there's no finish line. There's no finish line. Uh, this reminds me of like my dad used to run cross country when he was in high school, and he lived in Indiana. Right, and mm-hmm. if you know anything about Indiana, they there's two things: it's flat and there's a lot of corn, right? Right. And in the summer, all the corn dies, and so he used to say that they literally would run cross country meets. Yeah. And normally, you do like this fun little track around your school or whatever. Yeah. No, 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 no. They just go to the flattest cornfield, <laughs> and they go, you "See that flag down there? That's the finish line." <laughs> Do you know how like deteriorating that is? I know. You don't well, get you a can change s- of scenery. You can you s- can see the finish line and so like four miles in you're like, What the fuck am I doing? Like yeah. this is awful. It's worse he says it's worse than running around a track. Because you I at bet. least you at least get turns. Like mm-hmm. this is just a straight line. Yeah. And you you literally most people like co- cross country because mm-hmm. you can turn a corner and see your opponent. And you're like, oh, I didn't know I was that close to him, right? right? No, no, no. You see everybody. You're like, oh, Timmy's like fucking two miles ahead of me. There's no way I'm catching up with him. Exactly. This is the same thing. He's literally like, when do I stop running? It's literally a, a road in the desert, him following the yeah. Mustang. And I want to know where that road is because that was the well, straightest road I've in, ever seen. I believe it's Vegas. Probably Nevada somewhere. Yeah. Hopefully not that's, Death Valley. That's where that I he, guessed where the fight was. It was Vegas. No, it was hope, in Russia. I'm sorry. The fight was in Russia. But there's no way. They were training in Vegas, though. There's no way. Yeah. But that was insane. Yeah. Hopefully not in Death Valley. Oh, yeah. That, we didn't even talk about that. It was probably like 100 degrees out there. Dude, I've, I've been to Death Valley, and it was 132 yep. degrees. I thought my eyes were going to boil out of my head. <laughs> it was nuts. Uh, and um, when he was in the ring boxing, they had to keep a foot in the tire. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that's brutal too, because you know he's recovering from broken ribs. Yeah, ruptured, so ruptured kidney or not ruptured, but like he got blasted. Yeah, in the midsection by a giant Russian dude. Yeah, so Victor. the tire basically makes it so you're gonna get hit. There's mm-hmm. no like, there's no dancing around. Yeah, you know. So the other guy may not be technically as good as you. He's still gonna hit you without a doubt. Yeah, you know what I mean, you put anybody there, they're gonna be able to. Hit well, if you're, you. yeah, you're literally like knee to knee. Exactly. You know, if you're, you bend your knee, and you're that close to each other. You can't block your entire body. And you're, you're not gonna get some you're, licks. You're not, you're not fighting. You're sparring. So you're not gonna, you're not just gonna knock the guy out. Yeah. Like that's not cool. You know what I mean? So yeah. clearly you're gonna get hit. Yeah, sixing. Yep. All right. So, I have an interesting topic uh, thing for you. Cool. I watched both the movies I said I was going to watch. Wee! Yay. <laughs> I forgot. You didn't tell me you watched Bad Times, I'm assuming? Yes. Cool. I did. I watched and it with Megan as well. Cool. She and was not a fan. 
We'll talk about and you watch. She doesn't Black like open ended question uh, movies. Was it open ended? There's a there's a little bit of intrigue left with the reel. Like who's on the Oh film right. reel. Oh I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay. And, and and I also watched Black Klansman. Okay. And I think it deserves all the nominations that it got. Uh I think it was I think there was a lot more interesting cinematography cinematography things going on okay in that movie than i initially thought were yeah, yeah and yeah. i mean it's spike lee this he's kind of good at that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so I, I mean we can talk about snubs all day long but that's pretty bad that was a snub yeah definitely we're we're talking about best picture obviously yeah i think black clans but should have won best picture i think it should have won cinematography as well what one cinematography? I can't remember. Hold on. Stars Born? <laughs> it was nominated. I was pissed about that. That's right. Pissed about that. Right. So, Black Clansman. Yeah, that was... It Besides, like, non-comic book, that was probably my favorite movie of 2018. Yeah. Yeah, it was very good. Um, Adam Driver's amazing in it. Yeah. Like I said, like, it's not just, I'm black, you're white, it's the KKK. You're gonna you're gonna pretend to be me, in this, and he's like, okay, no problem. But he's also Jewish, so it's like, well, I mean, that's part of the that's part of the narrative. Yeah, of the movie. exactly. He's like, he he gets. Well, I mean, uh, what's his face doesn't ever flinch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, Adam Driver. No. Or the main character. The black. Yeah, the main character. Right. Yeah, I forgot his name. Shit. I just watched it. I should know. I think is there's Michael in it, but he hasn't done a whole lot. But he doesn't he doesn't flinch, right? Like he's always gung ho. Mm-hmm. But Adam Driver is the one putting himself. Not I mean they're both in danger, right? But he's the Adam Driver is the one really putting himself out there, right? Yeah. And so when Adam Driver gets threatened by this guy, he wants to take a step back. But the main character uses it as a as a way to like. Look, dude, you have a you have skin in this game as well. Like you're you're Jewish, and the guy is literally persecuting you, saying yeah. you're Jewish constantly. Like, mm-hmm. sh- don't you want to fight for this? Like, exactly. And I love the fact that he's like, it's not a crusade. Like, it is. He he makes no intentions of saying this isn't a crusade. Yeah. That would make me mad if they. He was like, it's not. It's for police work. Like, clearly you have some sort of personal motive for doing this and that's yeah. okay because the, the KKK is awful yeah. you know what I mean like it you're is. allowed to have as a cop I feel like you you should have a little bit of personal vendetta as long as it's placed in the right and direction lawful. Yeah. It, lawful as long as exactly. you're not as going you're not going out killing people just exactly you don't like as them. long as you're targeting the correct things mm-hmm. to focus your anger at and then and then getting them in a lawful way. You're not just murdering them for yeah, no like, reason. They never they never murdered anybody, really. No, they just tried to take them down. They yeah. basically murdered themselves <laughs> by trying to be bad people, you yeah. know? So, yeah. Uh, Roma won. Uh, I haven't seen Roma, so I can't It's black say. and white, so. But the fact it didn't even get nominated and A Star is Born did is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought that should have won. It was pretty. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. What what do you think about bad times? Oh, hold on! I want to say one oh, okay. more thing. Um, mad props to both. Um, what's the guy at the beginning? He's in uh 
the very beginning of Black Klansman, and he's also he's also Af- in uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin and the guy that plays in uh, that '70s show plays David Duke. Topher Grace. Damn it, you're on it with the names today. I'm proud of you. Okay, you're my encyclopedia for names. <laughs> Mad props to both of them because that is not a role you want to take. Yeah, dude, that is that is not the role. Like Topher Grace, it's like a double-edged sword. You're like, if I if do you, this well, people are gonna think ex- that's me. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's that, but if you do it well, it's like, damn. You know what I mean? Like I played one of acting? the worst human <laughs> beings of all time really well. Yeah. And the end of that movie fucked to be right up. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had no idea it was coming, and then I just see people getting run over with cars, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. we live in a fucked up world. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's not even, like, a racial thing. Like, a racial anything like that. It's just, like, people are fucked up. Like, regardless of what you're protesting, what mm-hmm. you're fighting about, you should never take it that like level. You're, That's you're cool. going lengths because someone opposes you. That's nuts. Their just life. talk it out, dude. Exactly. And if you disagree, guess what? Disagree. The world goes on. The world goes on. We disagree all the time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bad Times at El Royale. I loved it. Oh, I thought it was very good. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a masterpiece. It's oh, not no in my way. top fifteen, but it was like it was fun. And it was intriguing, and it was a good watch. Mm-hmm. And I think they, I think they disgustingly underused Ron Swanson. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they used him for like two seconds, dude. Did Ron you even Swanson? know he was in it? <gasps> I think you so. I, it's been a while since I've seen it. Hold on. He was in the very, very, very beginning, the opening scene where the guy's burying the money in the floor. That's. That's him. No, was it? Are you sure? I don't know. I could have sworn it wasn't. I. It had to be. I. I don't. I didn't think it was. I'm pretty sure I thought that at the time, but I was like, I don't know. Come on, don't, don't mess with me now. The encyclopedia doesn't. <laughs> yes. Oh, is it? Fuck. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's even better. Yeah, Nick Offerman. Because he walks up to the mirror, mm-hmm. air quotes, if you've seen this movie, you know why. Yeah. And I was like, he kept getting closer, and I was like, Megan, I think that's Ron Swanson. Or, yeah, I think that's Ron Swanson. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, Nick Offerman is in this movie? Why didn't Elijah tell me Nick Offerman is in this movie? Because he's in it for two seconds, and then he right. died. <laughs> uh, the one thing I will say, I didn't like this scene where Chris Hemsworth is like a deity where like he's got he his cult to fight and stuff yeah the two girls yeah. and it wasn't because it was a bad scene it was just really unnerving you know what I mean yeah it was like watching Charlie uh, Manson in his like doing his thing and I right. just don't like that <laughs> well I mean we've never seen Chris Hemsworth in a role like that oh really. it really it, it was really unnerving seeing him <laughs> dude this movie is it is it's very what do you call it it's very kind of um just kind of eclectic like it's very weird uh, it's like noir style and noir. it's not it's not normal it breaks social like it breaks film norms right like yeah. it, like it's you know room 1 you know and then it like every single person gets their kind of like title card and yeah, then even the learn, borders on it are different yeah, compared yeah, you to, get who to learn, they are, so. you get, and and i love the like <laughs> Welcome to the El Royale. This is <laughs> it's just like it was just so fun. Like you know, fuck you. It's like it was such a weird movie, mm-hmm. and it took such strange turns. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, by the way, the girl that's in uh, what's it called, Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. Dakota Johnson, she's actually a good actress. Yeah, I was like, I'm so glad you finally broke <laughs> out of your Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, I understand you signed up for all three, and I don't blame you. You probably got tons of money, but like, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to see she's actually good. Yeah, and I really liked the Miles. Miles, yeah. I mean, I think you were supposed to. Like I I did some Reddit searching to see who was on the reel afterwards, see what people thought, and everybody was like, uh, I heard uh, it was like a transcript. It said, "How many people have you killed?" 123 people. I had no idea this was gonna be my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, so yeah. true." When you see here, I've killed 123 people. You're like, I immediately <laughs> yeah, paused the movie want, and looked at wanna, Megan like, I don't "What kill the?" Anymore. I said, "What the fuck are we watching?" 123 people. Uh-huh. Then it went to Vietnam, and I was like, "This movie's deep." Yeah, this movie's deep, dude. He's a badass. Yeah, he is, man. That when that dude like peeked up, at, I was like, "You're so dead, <laughs> dude!" I, like, did you not just witness what happened to your friend? I would be running, like, ducked underneath the car, like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, and this movie had no fear killing people. Mm-mm. I was like, "John Ham, I love John Ham. I like, hope he's in here was, for the whole movie." It was like halfway through. He died. Not even. It's a two and a half. It's a two and a half hour movie, and he dies in the first forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. I love these are my accoutrements. I was like, he's so funny, dude. That movie is so weird. Yeah. And dude, I knew there was something up, but when he sets down his thing and like pulls out the vacuum cleaner and like pulls out, I was like, this movie's gonna be lit. It's gonna be so cool. I like, I like forty bugs in the room. Oh yeah. Who who do you think was on tape? I I was just I never really thought about it, but I thought it was just some politician. Yeah. At the time. When was that? Who was president during, like, after the Vietnam War? JFK. That's what I was thinking. JFK. But I don't think it would have been then, a big uh, deal if he got caught doing stuff. Nixon? Tricky Nixon. dick. Yeah. Tricky dick. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. I think that would have been too big, so I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Because they kept playing, you know, TV shots. Of stuff going on during then. Yep. Yeah, it was really good. I I love the when it popped up and said I forget the guy's name. Hold on. Chris, Chris, where you at? Chris Hemsworth. There you are, Billy. Billy. When Billy Lee's thing came up, and he's just like walking through the, uh, the movie. I don't know. Like every single time it switched, it was very colorful, and interesting with the way it shot things you know yeah. what i mean so yeah yeah like i said when i first told you about it I, like probably my favorite thing is how it all because you were like i love stories that aren't necessarily chronological but all like lead back together i love that i love that about that it's it's so cool when it's well done that's why i love christopher nolan movies because he basically does that in every single movie and it never gets old because he does yeah. it perfectly every single time yep like, if you haven't seen uh dunkirk a little more interesting than you think it might be. It's not just your normal yeah. war story, you know. It gets it gets out there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Ugh. Uh, by the way, totally thought Miles was dead. Like when he shows when he, back up. Oh right. After uh, when when the girl, when both of the girls have him like tied, 
in the well, he gets main shot line. basically. Yeah, I I thought he was dead because because he gets shot and then it goes to the pre the the pastor right. Yeah, it's not actually a pastor, but it goes to uh, Jeff, Bridges. Jeff Bridges' character, and then you stick with Jeff Bridges' character and the the black lady for like maybe 15 20 minutes and i'm like okay he's dead. well there's their story is kind of like intertwined yeah and then you go and you learn about billy and you learn about rose and you learn about emily and you're just like going through all this and then finally it comes back you're like miles is alive <laughs> last time i checked he was like on the ground in the hallway bleeding out of his face like yeah <laughs> yeah but it makes like, sense it shows I mean, them behind the mirror when the um Thing, and then when John Hamm bust in, and then their point of view from or the the uh, black lady's car view, you know, mm-hmm. all that at once tying together, so good. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, that's just good that's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty, brother. Yeah. So I, I I got some quick questions for you. Yes, sir. So once I said earlier about the Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo, of course he does. Yeah. I want to ask you. Yeah. And we'll see if we agree or disagree on. Sport goats. Okay. All right. So, I'll I'll just we'll just do like the major sports real quick. Football. Tom Brady. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to. It. I mean, <laughs> offensively, and like as a football player for a franchise, Tom Brady. Well, I mean, he's like the but, most winningest, and he's the embodiment of winning. Exactly. So. And I think uh, I understand. It's easy to classify quarterbacks as goats because they have the most impact on the game. Yeah. And I think there are other players that are amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just quarterbacks have the most impact. And it's yeah. obvious because one quarterback now has as many rings as the best franchise. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So, ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, that's really hard for us to say because he got one of those over us. I mean, he's just the best, yeah. dude. He's okay. nuts. All right. Uh, basketball. LeBron James. Ooh. Because he's not – I know he's not the most winningest, okay? Yeah. Michael like Jordan I don't think had as much competition as LeBron James did. And LeBron James did it with teams that were not nearly as good, okay? Right. He also did it in the East, which, like, the Cavs coming out of the East is a big deal because, I mean, you got, like, the Celtics. You got – you know what I mean? I understand you don't have the Warriors over there. Yeah. The Warriors just kind of came up. But you got some of the most prestigious – basketball teams mm-hmm. in the east and the Cavs coming out of that like what do you mean the Cavs right. I mean it's obvious he's so good yeah. he fucking left and they're now the worst second worst team in, in the, the NBA. NBA yeah like um, also LeBron is yes. he's the fourth all-time scorer yes and he's also in top the top 10, 10 of assists assist. like no NBA player will ever do that no way, so. and I think he still has enough time if he stays healthy to become number one scorer Oh yeah, he's only. I mean, he's uh, a ways away because a, I think it's, it's it's thousands, isn't it? Abdul Jabbar is number one, uh, and he's like thirty-seven thousand points. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, when you're average like forty points a game. <laughs> yeah, and listen, listen, LeBron, he may not be like he is clutch. He may not be the most clutch. Not he as may clutch not, as he Michael may not Jordan. be the best defensive player. He may not be the best this, but like the things he's done in his career and the way he carries himself is just better than any I mean he is an amazing he's an amazing person right like he's a good father he's married great to the same woman man. for yeah. great businessman 
donates to charities. He helps cities Created wherever he goes, right? Mm-hmm. And and like I mean, fans burned his jersey when he left Cavs, and he came back for them and won them a title. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. And All just right. because he's not winning at the Lakers doesn't mean he's not the best. That's just well, because I think he made a bad decision. He's averaging twenty-seven, eight, and eight. <laughs> he's nuts. He's nuts. <laughs> That's insane. I think the reason Lakers aren't doing well is because their management is just all over the fucking map. Mm-hmm. Okay, and coaching. What you got? Um, I'm gonna skip baseball because I I love baseball, but who cares? I have no idea. I would <laughs> exactly. say Mike Trout because I have no idea. I have I know like six baseball players. Exactly. So no, probably a Rod. But that's We're, just like, meh. yeah, mm. Willie Mays. No one really. You're just naming the six <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. Anyway, baseball don't then, count. And then, let's see. I think the hardest debate is soccer. Oh God, uh, this is not a debate because there's no answer. Uh, okay, like there's going, two camps. Honestly, I think who's the third best player is the discussion to be had. It's having. not Neymar. Fuck Neymar. All right, but Ronaldo or Messi? Like, who do you think? Okay, let me explain my reasoning. Okay, that's why I asked. Messi is and always will be the most impressive and the best skilled soccer player of all time. No one has ever come close to anything he's able to do with the ball on the field. Yeah. Now, Ronaldo is a fucking (laughs) freak of nature, and he wins everything. Everything, and if I want someone on my team, it's Ronaldo. Yeah, it is. He, I, if I but if I want to play with somebody, sign Messi up. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean Ronaldo met, literally scored a hat trick today. Exactly to make Juventus advance through. They were down two nothing on aggregate, and he scores a hat trick to it's nuts. put them through. And he's just a freak, and he's he's the perfect athlete. I think he's the best athlete that's ever lived. Like he just he never stops improving himself. Right, you know what I mean. And uh, but Messi is just God given talent, and there's just no one, no one. Well, see the thing is, like I personally like Ronaldo better. I don't know if he's necessarily better. Okay. Like I I prefer just Ronaldo. It's just like his play style and stuff. I just enjoy. But no, okay. but like I don't believe there's a way to stop Messi. No, there's not. So. I I love I if I prefer watching Messi. Yeah. Exactly. Because when he gets the ball, I just get giddy. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is, but, like, my parents... Uh, I, I've watched a lot of World Cup with my parents. I don't know why. I'm always on a trip with my parents whatever, And they understand it's, like, a big deal to me, so they let me watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes they have to, like, distance themselves from me because <laughs> Messi will get the ball. And I can remember... Uh, the biggest one I can remember is Argentina versus Swiss... No, Iran mm-hmm. in the world cup where they went against germany okay 2014 yes and uh this was to get them through to the uh next stage of the knockouts right yeah and they were for some reason they couldn't score they just couldn't do it right and the commentators like messy this messy that messy this messy that my man just turns 94th minute on his left foot and messi is not known for screamers okay right outside the box fucking rips it top corner and i literally we were in like a bar or something i was like oh my i like screamed i was like what the fuck and everyone's looking at me like that wasn't even that cool of a goal i was like i don't think you fucking understand i know the man just put the team on his back you're witnessing you're witnessing a 94th minute do you understand the stress like 
you're about to lose to what is not even that good of a team, right? Mm. Like, in your your the gods of football you're argentina if you go out to iran you will be criticized for the rest of your life you know and it's just like dude he's just nuts he just bangs it and then i mean the things he's done from barcelona is ridiculous like the the three the hat trick to beat real madrid in the el Clasico a few years ago Mm -hmm. i I mean you were there when that happened i was fucking losing i was like (laughs) i i will never forget that day it's just it's redonkulous yeah and then the 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 he didn't score that many but he was very vital in the uh the 5-1 psg comeback yeah to move on in the champions league it's it's like Oh my God, Messi is just—he's nuts to watch. Mm-hmm. But then you got Ronaldo, and he's just like—he gets the ball, and you're like, "Better watch out." <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, he can run past you, he can run through you, he, he can, can shoot run around from, you, he can shoot from anywhere. Yeah, watch he's, out. He's got like a four-foot vertical. So that's he the other can thing about Messi you. is you know Messi's going to try to get as close to goal as possible. But you just can't. That's what Messi does. He plays the odds, right? Mm-hmm. He keeps the ball at his feet until the odds of him scoring are like. <laughs> Uh, four out of five. You right. know what I mean? Where literally the margin of him missing means that he fucked up, which he doesn't do. You know? Uh-huh. He just takes everybody out of the equation and walks the ball into the goal. Ronaldo, on the other hand, is like, I'm just going to hit it so hard, nobody even knew what happened, and the net's going to be broken. <laughs> and, you know, and uh, the other thing about Ronaldo is just like, I've personally been attacked by Ronaldo. I mean, he fucking kicked us right out of the World Cup. <laughs> kicked our ass. I mean, he just... He, again, same World Cup, mm-hmm. 92nd minute, he gets the ball, fly another side, puts his team on the back. He didn't score, but he basically did. He put it on a dude's head yep. in the box like, brother, don't fuck this up. Yep. And he nailed it. And it's just like, oh, they're they're both just so good. So yep. I can't tell you who's better. Right. I, I so, Ronaldo is the greatest athlete of all time, and he's the most winning athlete of all time and it's ridiculous what he can do. But Messi is the most stunning f- soccer player I've ever seen in my entire life. Right. All right, then who's the third best? Because one and two are locked up. Okay. All right, so there's a, f- there's a few ideas here. You got the obvious, like, Suarez, right? But Suarez has dropped off in previous years. Yeah. Um, and then you got some other ones. Like, a few years ago, Christian Bale would have been up there, but he's kind of fallen Christian off. Bale? Gareth? Gareth, sorry. <laughs> I apologize. We're at movie podcast. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you don't want to talk about, if you don't like movies, you should probably cut out about, you know, six minutes ago. <laughs> or if you don't like sports. Um, man. Mbappe, I mean, Mbappe's nuts, but he's too young to really gather that much. Is he? Though? I mean, he's won a World Cup. I, and he that, didn't get carried to the World Cup either. No, he didn't. He definitely he carried he, to the World Cup. He's certified. I think Mbappe is very far up there. I think Luka Modric is very far up there. I mean, he well, took he just it. won the Ballon d'Or. But that's I mean that's but you got to understand why he won the Ballon d'Or. He took Croatia with the help of Rakitic and and Perisic, Perisic and, Zukic, and a bunch of other guys. But he was the leader of that team and a team that nobody thought was going to make it to the World Cup. Well, they literally played an extra game just in all the extra time they played. So they, like, you know, because, like, two out of the three final games they and played he, he had to scored, go to extra time. And he scored all his penalties. He didn't miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other thing I would say is, yeah, as a Chelsea fan, Eden Hazard, 
is no, our yeah. Lord and Savior, and he's one of the greatest players I mean, players he just saved y'all last week, man. Dude, he's, he, every single time, <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Eden. Please never leave us. Yeah. That's great. I, I'd have to say Mbappe. I'm going to have to go with Mbappe right now. We'll see if he can keep it up. But right now, I think he's the third. Uh, if if I was gonna hire some, if I was gonna sign somebody, it would either be Mbappe or Christian Pulisic. I don't think there's enough money in the world to sign him now. Oh, it's game over now, dog. <laughs> he's at the most ri- He's at the most expensive club, basically. Yeah. And he's gonna cost a whole lot to get away from there. Yeah. Yep. I would say Mbappe. Um, uh, some other honorable mentions that I really love: Christian Pulisic is nuts. An American, uh, an American like yeah. love story. He's, he's not one of the best in the well, world, he's, but he's he signed very, with Chelsea, you know. There, yeah, oh, yeah, he's very, very good. Uh, Aubameyang, there for a while, is just nuts. Yeah. I think he's lost some steam lately. Lacazette at Lyon, crazy. <laughs> um, uh, I think uh, Perisic is really underrated. Yeah, he's a little older now. He's definitely older, but dude, like that guy's nasty. And then um, I like uh, Icardi. Icardi's very good, and. Um, I think, uh, gosh, Jamie I mean, Vardy. If Jamie Pogba Vardy, was consistent, if Pogba was con- consistent, Mares, nasty. Yeah, he's nasty. Sterling, definitely. Oh, he's been. I used to hate Sterling. Fire. I used to think he was one of the worst players in the BPL, I did too. and he is just, he has blossomed. Uh, Aguero's hot ass. <laughs> just so we're clear, <laughs> yeah. most of the Argentinians are hot ass. Aguero sucks. Well, he's, uh, he's in really good form right now, but... Iguain yeah. can suck me, dude. <laughs> I fucking hate that, dude. He's <laughs> the worst. And, of course, he signs for Chelsea. <laughs> dude, he's done nothing. <laughs> oh, but you know what? Iguain's pretty bad, but you know who's worse than Iguain? Jorginho. No, who? Alonso. <laughs> oh, I've never liked him, man. I, I Dude, bring Diego Costa back. <laughs> uh... I would also say the other Frenchman. The other fr- little Frenchman is very good. Oh, Conte? Oh! Oh, who are you talking about? I love Conte. See, Conte's should be up there, but he's a defensive midfielder, so he doesn't get as much love. Yeah. Uh, I think... Um, who are you thinking of? Uh, Griezmann. He's very good. He's very good. He's good. Um, and then I also like defenders. Let's go into some defenders. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alonso. For Chelsea, you think he's good? Yeah. Oh, I used I to hate him. him. I used to hate I him. Hate him. I always have. Uh, um, I think. Uh, I think Varane. Varane is nasty. Well, I mean, he won the Champions League and World Cup in the same year. So nasty. That's insane. Uh, Koulibaly, gross. Uh, <laughs> I think um, Chris Smalling's very good, underrated. I mean, Van Dyke is really good. So. Oh, Van Dyke is disgusting. He's so. He, dude, I've seen him in real life. He's a monster. I've seen two humongous people in real life. Yeah. Well, I guess a few. I've seen a few, but like recently, uh, I've seen <laughs> Zion Williamson in oh, real life, God. and I've seen Van Dyke, and both of them are on the same level for like, <laughs> just like open your mouth and be in all because yeah. they're fucking huge. All right. Zion is huge. He's like six seven. Almost 300 pounds. We went, we went and sat. You know how you can like sneak around the stadium once you get in? We went and sat next to the uh, tunnel where they go in. The man's head, three-fourths down the tunnel, is like... <laughs> like his nose is just below the... I'm like, yeah. oh my... 
Next to Coach K, he looks Coach K looks like a little shrimp yeah. next to him. That reminds me, at work, me and my boss are the only Duke fans there. Oh, God. So we got a lot of slack this past week because you know, they lost to UNC. But it's, and I'm just like, it's fine. I mean, you got the number one and two uh, draft pick probably for the NBA in one team. So who's a real winner? ACC tournament, brother. If oh. we're all healthy, I cannot wait to slap <laughs> that ass. Dog. Oh, yeah. Virginia, you want to come back for part three? Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> UMBC bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. um, I have our list. I have two options. I'm going to let you pick. Okay. So it's um, also next week we're doing how to win Survivor. I'm excited. I am too. Actually. I'm going to bring a lot of research. And I'm going to question you on a bunch of stuff. Okay. Be like, in this situation, or right. what do you do at this? Well, yeah. Dude, I, that's what I do when I watch Survivor. I sit there and go, that was a horrible decision. Right. Like, what are they doing? All right, so we got um, – we'll figure out the numbers later, but it's either top tear-jerking moments or tear-joker-jerk-er uh, mm-hmm. movies or uh, things we want to see in the next phase of Marvel. Let's hold that second one off for a little bit. That's what I was thinking, too. Okay, perfect. So we're going to do tear-jerkers. Tear-jerkers Don't and know how to number. win Survivor. Yes. All right. Adios, brother. Oh, I was going to say adios. Jerk. Uh, Goodbye. Salud. <laughs> Konnichiwa? No. Dang. <laughs> That's not well, it. Well, we got to start over since I said hello. <laughs> okay, welcome to Critically Average Podcast.